Hi, my name's Cathy. Um, I've been going to Southport Community Church for the past um, two years. So I've been coming to this church for maybe two or three years now. Um, and it's been fantastic to grow my friendships and relationships with uh, those that are around me, but also those from different generations and different backgrounds. And I've genuinely never felt as much a part of a community as I have with them. It really helped um, me encounter Jesus and his love, and it's changed my life in ways I can never imagine. Uh, and as a result, I've been so grateful for the, for the friendships and, and the family that I found um, in church. As I look back to where I was in first year, um, I've been reflecting on what I found important at the time, um, and that was all about what I, what I wore or the, the, the compliments that I got from different people or what I posted on Instagram. Um, and as I've um, come to found Jesus and grown in my relationship with him, um, I've come to realise that, that none of that stuff is particularly important anymore. Looking back on the last um, few years and how I've grown in Jesus, I feel like I've really encountered how God actually is. I used to think that being a Christian and God was um, a job, something abstract, something that's just dull, emotionless, but through this church and through just encountering Jesus with them, I've really found it to be so much more love and emotional and it's really changed the way that I look at myself, I, that I look at the Bible and I look at others um, in my walk with Jesus. The fact that, that God says that I'm loved, the Bible says that I'm loved and that my identity should be found um, in, the, in the love of God is, is far more important than, than what other people think about me or the, or the image that I, that I post out on social media. When I think about how I felt uh, back in first year, uh, I felt isolated and I felt um, trapped um, and I felt as though I was in a really dark time of my life. Um, and as I've come to uh, grow my relationship with God, uh, and I, as, I've, as I've built a relationship with Jesus, I've come to um, come out of that dark time. Um, it's as though someone has switched a, switched a light bulb on. And uh, despite that the world may be shaking around me, um, I know that my feet are on a solid ground. I'm really excited um, to be doing this internship this year um, because it's gonna give me an opportunity to give a full year of my life to God and to the church. I'm really excited to seeing how God's going to be working through me and working in me and all the opportunities he's going to give me to share God's word with other people. We've got two fantastic people that are coming on to our internship program. Um, in uh, the back end of August, they will be starting. I wanted to tell you a story about a guy called George Washington Carver. I don't know if anyone's heard of him. He was a, an African-American scientist in the 19th century, and he was trying to persuade uh, emancipated slaves um, on how they can reuse their land instead of just growing cotton. The cotton was destroying their, their soil. Um, it wasn't very marketable for them, and there was a, a plague of weevils that were coming and destroying all of the crops. And so he said, what you need to do is you need to grow peanuts and sweet potatoes. Peanuts and sweet potatoes, and that will nourish the floor, and you'll be able to sell what you've got, and, and you'll be able to earn yourself a living. And so some of these farmers did, and they said, well, you know, we've got peanuts to eat, but that's about it. 
We've got nothing else that we can do with them. And George Washington Carver, he was a bit perturbed by this and he felt a little bit responsible. So he went to the Lord and he said to the Lord, Lord, show me the purpose of your universe. And God said, that's a bit too much for your little mind to bear, my friend. That's actually pretty much what he said. And uh, he said, okay, well, show me the purpose of mankind. And he said, look, you really need to narrow it down. You really need to narrow it. He said, okay, tell me everything about peanuts. Tell me everything about peanuts. And so he grabbed a handful of peanuts. He went into his lab. And over the, the coming time, he found 300 different uses of peanuts. 300, not including peanut butter. Not including peanut butter. But what he was able to do was he was able to go and teach all of these emancipated slaves how they could best market their peanuts and create all of these different products and help set a generation of people economically free so that they could go and live the life that God had called them to live. And we here face a a generation of people that are coming up that are suffering with a mental health epidemic, that are beaten up, that are downtrodden, that have no sense of purpose, whose identity is shaken and changing, whose foundations are just not there, just not there at all. And, and we as a, as a church here, we believe that we have the answer in Jesus Christ. And what we want to do is we want to invest in these people here. We want to invest in this program here to be able to release them to help save and play their part in saving a generation that the enemy is trying to damn. And the fantastic thing is that you guys can play your part in helping to see this established and helping to see young people's lives changed and transformed in a dramatic way. Who can encounter the love of God, who can encounter his peace, who can encounter his joy, encounter his steadfast covenant love, and help them as they walk through the pitfalls of life. We have that privilege to be able to do that. I um, I had a, a vision uh, a month or so ago, and it was a, <coughs> sorry if I uh, get a bit emotional, but it was uh, of this generation of young people. There were crowds and crowds of them, and their, their heart cry was simply this, better is a day in the presence of the Lord than a thousand elsewhere. That generation does not yet exist, but we can play our part in seeing that generation come. So I see a a generation who cries that better is a day in the presence of the Lord. I see a generation who believe in their hearts that if God is fighting for me, then no man can stand against me. I see a generation of people that will come and have a fire in their belly to share the love of Jesus Christ in every corner of this world. And we can play our part in seeing that happen. Our internship program with these interns, they'll be helping our youth, building health, building a genuine love of Jesus into these people here. They'll be looking at ways in which they can reach out into schools and working together with people across the town in in how we can share Jesus in these formats and in these environments. They'll be working together with parents and how they can help them and just encourage them 
in intentionally raising their children to know and to love Jesus. They'll be sharing truth with them, helping them to have a love of the Scripture and develop a a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. They'll be helping with our student work and the great stuff that we're seeing happen there, and they'll be involved in various other things in the life of the church. Uh, I was doing the maths, and if every single person that is a member of this church gave but the equivalent of a coffee a week to this internship program, we would not have a problem. We would not have a problem with the funds. Sacrificial giving, guys. A coffee a week. For some of you, I'm not to dismiss, for some of you, a coffee a week might be the sacrifice. That might be all that you can afford because you're not already having the coffee. But what we want to call you is to sacrificial giving to see this vision become fulfilled. And whether we see it in a year, in two years, or five years, the seed that you sow through your financial giving, through your prayers, through your encouragement, and through your mentorship of these guys that are coming on board could have eternal consequences. This is no small thing that we are asking. So we've been encouraging you to prayerfully think about it, We've been encouraging you to just to have a look and see what it is that you can give. But I'm just going to pray now. And you can give online, you can give IOUs, you can set up your, your standing orders. The things that you'll be giving to will be helping them to eat, helping them to live, helping to fund their training. It will give them a bit of a stipend so they've got some personal money to spend as well. But it will just release them into the kingdom and helping them to do all of that. So Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. That you would just come by your spirit and you would release faith to us. Father, that you would release this vision of of what you want to bring into this next up-and-coming generation of people, this generation that have just been so beaten up, have been isolated and and almost left to the ideologies and cultures of this world. And Father, we come and we stand before you and we say, not today, not anymore, will we allow this to stand. And we come with all the authority of Jesus Christ and we speak to the powers and the principalities that are having their effect and their way in this world in this evil day. And we declare that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will come and will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And Father, we stand, we sit, we are here, we are present. And we say, use us. We are your hands, your feet, we are your wallets. Stir us in our spirit to pray. Stir us in our spirit to give. Stir us in our spirit to encourage. Stir us in our spirit to to take our arm and put them around these guys' shoulders. Stir us in in our spirit to come and to, to help in the youth, to help with the students, to help with this generation. And Father, we know that that your word does not come back to you empty and void. And that what you plant will come to harvest. And so we pray for these things. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.